Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Palmer bet on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight up screamer. Download our app today and enjoy straight up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same game multi at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. Off the Bench with Paul Hazelby and Jimmy Williams. Good morning. Hope you're having a cracking Saturday, long weekend, Anzac Day on Monday. Paul Hazelby is still on a well-earned break, so... I've gone to the top of the top, former Perth Wildcats, absolute legend, the great man himself, Damien Martin, in Off the Bench. Good to see you, Marto. Top of the top or just the guy that was silly enough to say yes on a long weekend? Top of the top. Oh, we'll go with that. Thanks, mate. Let's start with some breaking news, Marto. Imagine the best DM breaker, the world's best rock breakers, and that is around Carlton's forward, Jack Silvani. He won't be playing the Fremantle Dockers. It changes their lineup a little bit, but I'm really looking forward to this game and we will talk about it a little bit later. Yeah, you're exactly right. We're going to dive into it a little bit more, but all I'm going to say is Frio Dockers will be 5-1. and one. Wow. And what did I say on the radio about in a couple of weeks Lackluster. Back? I believe the word was lackluster, <laughs> Jimmy. They reckon they've played that through the, the change rooms? You know how you oh, come in boy. before the run home with Hayes and Marta and mm-hmm. give us a little inspirational talk yep. prior to going live yep. on air? Yep. They uh, they play your clip of calling them lackluster yeah. and credit to them. They've responded. Not my finest two seconds of radio, Marto, but gee whiz. Now, I don't know if you saw this, but if you're on a plane, oh. if you're on a plane, right, you're in the middle of the air going to wherever you're going. Mm-hmm. There's one person out there that you probably don't want to mess with. Just take a listen to this. This is George talking to Mike Tyson, bro. Crazy, bro, Mike Tyson. My dog done got lit, man. He over here rapping with Tyson. Mike Tyson trying to give us some shrooms. <laughs> he don't know how to act. Tyson looking out, man. Crazy. He should have never gave you his money. Hey, 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 hey. Hey, Mike, Mike, come on. Let's go stop back. Let's lose the horse, man. JetBlue, map flight. My boy just got beat up by Mike Tyson. <laughs> Turn that way. Yeah, he got up. Just trying to ask for an autograph, man. Now, that audio is, I think, the friend of a gentleman who was sitting behind Mike Tyson on an airplane being an absolute nuisance. Guess what happened? Oh, I've got a feeling I know what happened. I tell you what, though, the way they finished out with he just got clogged, got beaten up by Mike Tyson, asking for an autograph. No, I don't think no, so. you could only you could hear it in the background him calling him a peasant, getting trying to get under the skin of Tyson, and Tyson let rip. Have you ever been in a scenario like that, Marto, where you've done something or you've had maybe a fan who's just just harassing you, being a little bit annoying? Question without notice, I know, but. Uh, it, it must be sometimes hard to uh, know what to do in, in different situations. Of course, there, this man 
Mike Tyson. I was going to say, it's different because he, not that I've ever thrown a punch at a fan or anything oh. like that, but there is a difference between me throwing a hay bale and Mike Tyson. Like, what was this guy thinking? I don't know. I mean, what was going through his head? So, no, that's, uh, I mean, if you actually watch it, I think Tyson did refrain for a long time. Yep, he yep. held back for a long time. I can't believe someone didn't interrupt saying this is going to escalate going off uh, Tyson's history. But, yeah, no, he did. He yeah. tore in. Well, if you're on a plane, former... World boxing champion, Mike Tyson sitting in the front row and you're going to be a nuisance. Well, yeah, uh, I just wouldn't do it. Anyway, uh, all the best to that gentleman because he's going to have a sore head for a little while. Uh, now, double demerits are in effect from now until midnight Monday, April 25 for speeding or using a mobile phone or radar detector while driving. Get caught and you could lose your license twice as fast. Now, we went to the top of the top. Well, I went to the top of the top. Damien Martin for Paul Hazelby. Coming up next, former Eagles superstar, Brad Shepard. Oh, don't tell me that. I've spent all week with him on the run home with Hayes and Marto. And I tell you what, I thought on a Saturday morning, I'll finally get Jimmy Williams to myself. But no, he's followed me in. Talk about double demerits. I need someone following this guy. He's sped to catch up. He just missed us too much, Jimmy, but I can't wait to pick his brain. Don't go anywhere. Former Eagle, Brad Shepard, coming up next. Off the bench with Paul Hazelby and Jimmy Williams. No, Paul Hazelby, Damien Martin in the chair for the great man who's having a well-earned break. Double demerits are now in effect until midnight Monday, 25th of April for speeding or using a mobile phone or radar detector while driving. Get caught and you could lose your license twice as fast. You can't get away from this man, Mardo. All week you've been with Brad Shepard in the studio and it's great to have him on board for Off The Bench today. Mate, you could have given me a heads up. When I drove in the studio, the last person I thought I'd see after five days next to him <laughs> was Brad Shepard. But, mate, it just, we didn't even invite him in. He just kept following. <laughs> mate, we love that you're a part of the family, but go enjoy the long weekend. But while we do have you, we might as well pick your brain, get up to speed with what you're up to these days. And more importantly, first and foremost, how'd you enjoy your week feeling in for Paul Hazelby on the run home with Mardo and well, myself and Hayes? That was very enjoyable, actually. Very enjoyable. Uh, you did a great job and you... You made it myself at ease. Especially, I was a little bit nervous at the start of the week, but, um, you know, I really enjoyed my experience there. And, um, you know, hopefully in the future, I can come back on at some stage because it's been a, such an enjoyable week. Mate, you are more than welcome at any time. We interviewed a lot of people over the we course did. of the week. Your cousin, Mitch Marsh. We had Sean Redditch. We had your old coach, Adam Simpson. Plethora of talent out there. Did you have a favourite person that we interviewed? Um well, I think with Simo's pump up, that was always great. <laughs> he did, he did so I, I slept very... a lot easier the night after because the, the, the night before I had those pregame nerves, anxiety about the questions I was going to ask him. So I was a little bit nervous leading into that interview, but it's always good to um, interview your cousin as well, who's locked up in Mumbai as we speak. Yeah, that's been incredible. Mate, we did appreciate you on the show all week, but what are you doing these days? When you're not filling in for Paul Hazelby, where can we find you? <laughs> uh, that's a good question, mate. Uh, how can I answer this? <laughs> What, what coffee shop? Um, <laughs> there we go. <laughs> no, I think uh, definitely the first period of time since the announced my retirement in December, the transition phase was, was hard to sort of grapple and get your head around because when you're a professional athlete, every minute of your day is accounted for. You get your, mm -hmm. your weekly roster and itinerary of where you got to be. And essentially, like you, you're, as a lifestyle athlete, everything's so routine-driven, you know? So my... By not having that in my life, it, it took me a while to sort of figure out, geez, what is next? And obviously I had a few symptoms in the head and concussion that I was getting a lot of therapy therapy work. So first and foremost was get get my health health right. And, um, you know, I, I unfortunately 
around that December period, January and a bit of February, I, I had trouble speaking and, um, you know, getting my thoughts to, to my mouth to be able to project. So that was an area of concern going forward. And uh, luckily it subsided to an extent and still having troubles. <laughs> you can probably attest to that last week. But um, yeah, so now that the health's back on track, I've, I've wanted to give back to the game. So helping out at Wesley College, the footy program there. Michael Broadbridge is a senior coach. Shane Wawoden is assistant. Um, you know, I've slotted in underneath. They've, they laid the foundation because I think they come second last year after Wesley were sort of, you know, down the bottom for a number of years there. So they've, they've laid a solid platform for me to <laughs> come in and hopefully hopefully put the cherry on top of the cake and, and take the Alco Cup out this year. But, um, yeah, a variety of charitable um, uh, companies that I'm working for as well and just trying to say pretty much yes to everything because I want to get as much experience in whatever whatever field it is so I can make a better decision on my long term probably after this year. But in all seriousness now, Shep, like how are you? Are you are you fine? Do you have any symptoms? Like it must have been such – it was obviously such a tough decision for you to make. Like are you back to 100% health? Uh, I want to say quite 100%. There's, there's days where you still feel off. Uh, you know, I just – little things. You get agitated when you're spending a long time reading off a computer screen. One thing I did – I went and saw uh, um, uh, an optical – neuro a pretty much an optical neurosurgeon so this bloke was at the top of his field and they figured out that i need to wear tinted optical glasses to be able to read off computer screens or reading wow. off a piece of paper for over 10 minutes because after that my attention span it seemed to wander off drift and i'll, and I'll skip a couple of lines forward and they found that these glasses would, would do the trick and i've had them for a month now and ser- seriously like my attention span and obviously reading off a computer uh, Computer screen, there's what I'm talking about, the speech. <laughs> uh, computer screen, the blue light as well. I feel like it's just improved out of sight in a month. So I'm really happy and excited about where I'll get to. I understand I'm not 100% now, but I'm pretty confident in the, in the near future I'll be 100%. Well, Shep, we love having you in the studio. It's an absolute privilege. We're going to talk about your old team. They're not going too crash hot at the moment. The West Coast Eagles up against Port Adelaide. We'll preview that game next. Off the Bench with Paul Hazelby and Jimmy Williams. Hope you're having a cracking long weekend. Jimmy Williams with Damian Martin. Paul Hazelby sure is enjoying it. A long weekend and a well-earned break. Catching plenty of fish. But, boys, I want to get into the dig. Dial before you dig the essential first step. Massive game of football this afternoon. Port Adelaide 18th, West Coast 16th. They both haven't been going too crash hot. It could be a really good game, maybe for not the right reasons. Port and five, mate. Port and five. So that's, that's for you, Hayes. I know you'll be listening in. Look, it is incredible that a game we have one team that's got one win, four losses, another's 0 and five. How much hype and build up there is. And I'm genuinely excited to watch this game because I believe that if the Eagles can get the win, which I believe they will, all of a sudden, all this hype about, hey, they could be starting 0 and six. You know, you just get rid of your best players, rest them, bring in the young guys, so on and so forth, rebuilding here. Two and four with a, a quality amount of players to come back. The season's not over for the Eagles. On the flip side, you go 0-6 for Port Adelaide, Ken Hinckley would be the most nervous man in Australia, and their season is done and dusted. Shep, you played in plenty of these games at Adelaide Oval, and the club's record's pretty good. How do you think the boys will be approaching it this week, given everything that they've had thrown at them to start the season? Yeah, I think the guys will be pretty confident. They've had some great wins in the past, the last five at the Adelaide Oval against Port Adelaide. It is quite a hostile environment, so... Um, the fact that they play the ground well will give a huge tick of confidence. Also, I think last last week we saw the inclusions of Yo, Shui, Kelly, which would be better better off for the run. 
Luke Stranatica comes in for his debut, which is really good for the morale as well. Guess what? I heard today he's the 41st player to go to play for the West Coast this season. So the, the list is 46. <laughs> incredible, is Number 41. So that just shows you the turnover of players from week to week, whether it's COVID, injury, and the um, you know what the club's been going through. And we've been very harsh on where they are, have been at because I think the expectation was this year it's all in for the boys with keeping a couple of senior players on the list. But, you know, I'm well with you, Marto. They get this win, which I think they will win. I think it's it's a nice sort of building, nice little recipe to, to upset Port over there. But if they do win this, then the season is well and truly alive, just how close the competition is. Talk to me about what's it like to be a player playing in Adelaide against Port Adelaide when they start to play Never Terrace Apart <laughs> and the crowd is going nuts. Love it. I love it. <laughs> oh, I love those games. Yeah, it's one of my favourite grounds to play at, apart from not this Adelaide Oval, especially against Port because, yeah, the Never Terrace Apart, I love the way, how the footy club just embraces. It's almost like the uh, the EPL culture, the soccer culture. Mm-hmm. They chant throughout the game. They're real entertainers. They play rudimental before the yeah. game. The players run out to rudimental you know, I'm getting pumped up for the opposition when we're doing lane work at the other end. But it is, um, you know, it is, uh, you know, when they do stay, do stand up and play the uh, Never Tear Us Apart, yeah, everyone in the stand stands up with a scarf and flags and sings along. But in the past, we've always huddled up as a team and you're meant to break off to your positions and as soon as the song finishes, bang, bounce down. But it's it's a conscious decision and thought by the boys. Well, it came from the head coach, run by our captain, Luke Shuey. Boys, let's, let's just take a little bit longer in the huddle. So as soon as the song and the siren goes to the bounce down, we're still probably 10, 15 seconds away from getting out to our positions. <laughs> we dawdle to our positions. By that time, it's 30 seconds past. The crowd, the crowd already sat down. <laughs> it, it's a dead song. Smart, smart. I love that, taking the atmosphere completely out of it. It's like the old rugby league where they've got to tie their shoelaces up. They start to cramp all those delay time-delaying tactics. Like, I'll be watching for that now, so keep an <laughs> eye out on the Eagles at the bounce. Going to be a fascinating game. Put Adelaide and West Coast coming up a little bit later today. It's a Massive game for both of those clubs. And don't dig yourself into a hole. Lodge a free dial before you dig inquiry. Shep, thanks so much for coming into studio. No worries. Thanks for having me. We'll be back with more on Off the Bench after this. Off the Bench with Paul Hazelby and Jimmy Williams. Jimmy Williams and Damian Martin filling in for Paul Hazelby off the bench this morning. Great to have your company. Hope you're enjoying a really special long weekend. Double demerits are now in effect until midnight Monday, the 25th of April for speeding or using a mobile phone or radar detector while driving. Get caught and you could lose your license twice as fast. Marto, we've spoken about the Eagles and Port Adelaide. There is another cracking game of football between the Blues and the Dockers tonight. I can't wait. Yep, only one win between those other two teams, only two losses between these two sides. So it's uh, other ends of the spectrum, four and one for both of these teams. I feel like I came into the studio day one with Paul Hazelby and I confess that I am a Docker supporter. That's okay. But then two weeks later, I give a bit of love to Paddy Cripps <laughs> and all of a sudden I've jumped on board the Carton Blues bandwagon. So, yep, apparently these are my two teams. I'm running with it because I can't wait to see what I believe will be a great game. Just going through the changes for both sides, Griffin Logan, Lockie Schultz come in for the Dockers. Bailey Banfield's been dropped. Heath Chapman in health and safety protocol. So is Hayden Young, and that's a massive blow because he is an emerging young star for the Dockers. And for Carlton, well, Paddy Cripps has been named. Tom DeConing comes into the team. Paddy Dow goes out. Matthew Kennedy is injured. And as we mentioned off the top of the show, Jack Silvani was a late out yesterday as the Blues trained at Optus Stadium. Marto, who are you barracking for in this game? You've got a little bit of a, a foot in both camps. 
Well, as far as fantasy football goes, I think I've got Cripps as my captain this week. So I hope I hope that he dominates in a losing effort. So let's see the, the Purple Army get behind the Dockers. See the Dockers go to five and one. See if Taverner can kick another six or seven this weekend. Sarong will be great. I can't wait to see their mids. I mean, they're doing all this, you've got to remember, without their captain and without their best player, Fife, who, who knows how long he's, he's still got to go on the sideline, but what an incredible achievement if they can get it done without their best player. They've got two of their coaches, their positional coaches in lockdown. They're in isolation with COVID. I can't wait to see who steps up at quarter time, half time, just says, all right, boys, here's what we're doing. Let's focus. I believe Tendai Mazungo, Mazungu, he'll get behind the boys and step up into the role as positional coach. But a bit of adversity out there, but I believe they'll get it done. Carlton won this game by 16 points last year, 2021. And of course, who could forget that? That special game where Jack Nunes kicked that goal. Can you remember this, Marto? Can you remember where you were? I remember I was at the pub, former St Kilda player Jack Nunes. So I'd yep. followed his career for a long time. He's got the ball. He's 45 out. Horrible angle. No way he's kicking that. And the pub just went absolutely bananas. A couple of my close friends, diehard Carlton supporters. So the group chat was going bananas. They were over the moon. Can you remember where you were on that night? Was this last season? I think it was the year before. Yeah, okay. So, after the siren kick. Yeah, and uh, there was a free given, right, upfield? Yeah, it was a, I think it was for a deliberate out of bounds. You're exactly right. Or a little push maybe up the field. But this was my retirement game that the Dockers hosted me for. So I literally sat next to Matthew Pavlich and Aaron Sanderlands for that game. You were at at the ground. I was at Optus and we could not believe it. I thought we'd won. We've gone up. I've turned to Big Sandy to give him a high five. And next thing we've heard the whistle blowing. We're like, you've got to be kidding me. And as he's walked back, so where he was on the boundary was about 30 metres to my right. And I could not believe what I was witnessing sitting next to two of the all-time greats. And how did they react? Oh, not good. Not good. <laughs> uh, much better than they would have reacted had they been out there playing, I think. So they they looked uh, defeated. They looked gutted. But I think they realised that they're away from the game a little bit. They support their former teammates, but uh, probably didn't hurt as much as the guys out of there. Marto, we could chat all weekend, but unfortunately we're out of time. Thanks for coming in and filling in off the bench for Paul Hazelby. My pleasure, mate. We'll be back to do it all again next Saturday. Take care out on the roads. Enjoy your long weekend. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91